What's up everybody, Milanist here and welcome to the Calligraphers podcast. This is a show where I talk with some of the most inspiring and influential artists in the world of calligraphy, lettering and sign painting with the goal of exploring their mindset and understand how they became successful. In today's episode I will be speaking with a very good friend of mine and a member of Calligraphy Masters team. Frakwan will be sharing his journey in calligraphy, what and how inspired him to start what his life has been and what it is now, workshops and more, but let's not waste any more time and jump into it. Hi mate, how are you doing? Long time no see. How are you doing, yeah, dude? Perfect. perfect, man. It's like uh, super sunny outside, like the, the days are longer again and uh, it's good for, yeah, you know it. Yeah, it's always yeah. better when the weather is uh, nice. So, bro, can you tell me, like, for the people who don't know you so much or don't know you so well, mm -hmm. uh, who are you, what's your name, where are you from, how old are you? So, my name is Guillaume Schaffhauser. Uh, I live in the extreme east of France. That's why my name is, like, a, a German. Uh, you can hear, like, uh, it's a German kind of name. Uh, I live in Alsace, and I'm very proud of it. Um, I'm 39 years old, like in June this year, and uh, I am the father of two kids, two two big girls. Uh, one is uh, nearly 13 years old, and uh, the other one is nearly 11. I'm married for like uh, 14 years now, and uh, yes, I live in a in a cozy little house in my hometown where I grew up and uh, yes and you're a teacher at the moment right yeah 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 i'm a, i'm a teacher in a primary school and uh, i work with like little kids in what we can call kindergarten in france it's école maternelle and i work in the same school for like uh, 12 12 years now in a, in a little town uh, near where I live called uh, Mulhouse. So you're a teacher and, for uh, like 12 years? Uh, no, it's 14 years this year. Yes. And how is this to be a teacher of small kids? Do you like it? Do you enjoy it? Are there like str yeah. struggles in the job or? Yeah, I, I really love my job. It's, it's not an easy job, even if uh, we have a lot of holidays. My friends are always so angry when uh, I'm over, I'm on holidays. Like I have uh, like two weeks of holidays every six or eight weeks of class, and I have a lot of holidays in summer too. But uh, yeah, we like when you are teacher. There's a lot of teachers saying, oh, "No, no, no, I didn't thought about being on vacancy and on, on holidays. I'm a teacher because I like it." But when you you choose to be a teacher, you you know that you will have some some holidays more holidays than other people. So I will not say that it wasn't in my mind when I chose to do it. And maybe that's why I, I can I can also do calligraphy because I have maybe more free time than people working in the, in companies and stuff. And uh, yes, but uh, all teachers. Are, work a lot during holidays too so uh it's a hard job but with a lot of uh of good uh of good scenes like having uh free time and 
Uh, what I love in my job is that I can uh, I am very free to to teach uh, the way I want to to my pupils, and uh, it's uh, all every day it's something new. You you cannot uh, every time expect what's coming what's coming up with uh, with kids, especially with uh, very little kids, because my pupils are like uh, four, five, six years old, so they're like. Uh, how can I say it? They are like pure, you know, and uh, yeah, I I really love the the relationship that you can have with those kind of pupils. Do you remember when and how did you get interested in calligraphy, and when did you started learning yeah, and practicing? Sure, sure, sure. So it it, it began uh, pretty uh, when I was pretty young because. Uh, a friend of my parents is a professional calligrapher and artist, and she was uh, also uh, teaching uh, um, uh, silk, silk printing uh, in her art school in Basel. So her name is uh, Denise Lach, and she is living in uh, in Alsace, very close to to Germany and Switzerland, and. Uh, we were used to to have like some beautiful envelopes coming for for Christmas or for the the New Year. And when I was a kid, I was looking at those envelopes and I, and I was like, uh, it was magic for me. So I I remember when I was a little kid, I was already in love with those those shapes and it was really crazy i didn't i didn't believe my mother when she said ah it's our friend who writes like this i, I when i was a kid i thought like it's it's from the past nobody can write like this like in present time it's not possible and and my my mother have like some work of denis lar framed in in the house for years now and uh i I spent a lot of time to admire those, those beautiful pieces and and stuff. Yes, then um, then when I became a teenager, I was like uh, uh, very excited with all graffiti and tag stuff. Uh, uh, maybe because I I live in I live in the countryside for like for ever, and uh, when I was a kid, like. All the things that were like, uh, like from the streets, you know, it was like very hard because I didn't live in a city. So uh, seeing like people bombing the streets, putting their name with like a lot of uh, colors and big stuff. I, I was like, uh, in the same way, uh, watching the envelopes, it was like magic for me. And so I was very interested in in all those graffiti stuff, and I I studied uh, the a graffiti crew in in Strasbourg, in Alsace when I when I did my my studies, I studied uh, ethnology, and so um, I made a study about a little group of uh, of writers of uh, graffiti artists in in Strasbourg. And at this time, I tried to to like go out some nights and to to put my my name. It was already a frack, so it was a long time before calligraphy. I was trying to 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 write the frack one, and but uh, I was so bad at it because uh, I was so afraid. I was alone at night in the, in the 
in the streets in of uh, for me um, even it's not so big city Strasbourg but for me at this time a uh, man from the countryside so in the city with my bond and all the stuff but I did a few pieces but mm, not so much not so much and then uh, then I you know I, I did a lot of music with my uh, hardcore punk death metal stuff bands yeah you and were in uh, a metal band group like uh, how long ago was this and how how long time were you doing actually this i started like when i was like 16 years old with my friends because my my father is a musician he plays some like traditional traditional music and uh, but he had uh, all the all the stuff you know the the amps and stuff i can like borrow a bass guitar from him like an electric guitar and we started like uh, in the basement uh, of a friend house uh, like we yeah we, we were 16 and uh, we had like three or four bands but Uh, nearly the the same people all the time sometimes uh, we had a, a new a new drummer and we changed like a guitarist but the the people in the group like we were the same guys for uh, until we were uh, like uh, 30 years old so we played like for about 15 years yes and we we played we played all around france and we played a little bit in switzerland and in germany and uh, yeah we had uh, a lot of fun and how comes a person who is being into such music becomes a teacher and then all of the sudden is doing also calligraphy i don't i, I don't know i don't know it's it's uh, yeah it's really really fun because I'm a, I, you know me, I'm a, like, I'm a shy and kind guy. Yes, I hope yes. so. <laughs> yes, you are. And, uh, and I'm, I'm most of the, most of the time I'm uh, calm and, and peaceful people. And, uh, uh, to, to do s such music was the way for me to, to get all the, the bad things out. You know, I was a, always the kind guy but when i grabbed my bass guitar on the microphone or stuff i, I was no more the good guy <laughs> and uh, i think it's what's um, like a therapy for me without the music maybe i wouldn't be able to be uh, kind all the time to people and uh, and calm and all the stuff and uh, well, that's it What what was the style that you started calligraphy with? What, like when did you start practicing more calligraphy? And which style so, was the most influencing for you? When so when we we have the band, uh, hardcore bands and stuff are uh, always uh, like a, a lot of gothic things like with drips and all the stuff. But uh, uh, hardcore bands, most of hardcore bands have have like uh, gothic gothic styles for 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 the name of the band and uh, when we had the band uh, i i did a, a few logos for the band with uh, like gothic fonts and all the stuff and um when we stopped doing music because the the guy who was playing the guitar became a bartender and it was uh, hard for him to come and practice so he said to us ah, we we just have to have a break like for one or two months and then i will come back and we're going play again and uh, since then we we never played again <laughs> so 
for me i i had no mu no more music so i had to to find something to to get all the, my my bad energy and and all the stuff out and uh, i i thought you have to to, to find something and uh, at the very beginning i started to to try to make like some canvas with spray cans you know and stuff like this but I, it wasn't it wasn't good and i didn't have fun doing doing this i i was like i had no no inspiration and then uh, i remember that for years i said one day you have to to learn to write calligraphy it's uh, such beautiful thing you you see it since you you're a kid and uh, why not starting doing calligraphy but it was only like a little idea somewhere in my mind and so uh, i had to to fill i had to fill this gap because it, i i need i needed to to create something with the music we were able to create and express ourselves and i i had to to find something so i said to myself so why not now uh, and uh, i started to 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 watch on internet for for calligraphy uh, courses or just uh, templar stuff alphabets to to copy and uh, like uh, like uh, like you like uh, other guys i uh, i found first nils from calligraphy and th this mix of uh, graffiti and calligraphy was so fresh at this time for me. I never, never saw this. And I was like, wow, it's, it's amazing. And I kept on searching on the internet and, and quickly I, I found Tio's one, of course. I found Luca Barcelona. I found the uh, WLK. And it was very at, at the beginning. Uh, I, I thought it was on Flickr, I think. I, I saw the first pictures of WLK, for example. And of course, this, this video from Tio Swan with the power pens. I think, the, like, like you, like a lot of people, when I saw this, I said, oh my God, you, you have to, at least you have to try. If you cannot, it's not a problem, but you, you, you have to try. And so I, I, at, at the beginning, I cut it just like uh, bamboo sticks and uh, dip in ink and I started doing letters like like that big because I have a huge bamboo stick. And uh, and I said to myself, you, you have to find now those parallel pens. And, uh, and I found on eBay, I think, in the States and uh, I ordered some. And when it came at home, it was... Uh, so hours, 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 every day, every day, every day. I was like, uh, I had the disease, like the hypergraphia, you know? And I, I kept on practicing, practicing, practicing like crazy. And uh, at the, the beginning, I, I just wanted to, to write my name, Frac One, in a, in a proper, good, gothic way, you know? And uh, when I managed to do it, that, Ah, you, you have to, to check for the other letters now. And, and I cannot explain, even now, when I grab a pen, it's like crazy. I cannot stop in the, for hours, and, but I'm happy with it. But you are like self-taught. You, you did not attend any workshops or any books? No, no, no. Uh, at the beginning, I, I tried to, to see like in some universities that 
you can find classes or stuff but it was only for like chinese or japanese calligraphy or arabic calligraphy but nothing for for western calligraphy and so i, I started like just copying uh, copying uh, tios copying Niels, copying Luca Barcellona. And um, I remember like I printed some alphabets Theos did in uh, like Gothic capitals. And I copied like for uh, 10, 20, 30 times trying to, to get the shapes and all the stuff. And, um, and then on the internet, it slowly, slowly you... you was Abel uh, able to to found some some alphabets? Uh, I thought it was like a kind of reborn of of, of calligraphy, and not only for the the artists that were in. I you, you know it. Uh, I think most of calligraphers, good calligraphers, uh, wasn't um, very much in social media and, and stuff, and so people or are not able to, to find the, their work easily. But uh, no, no, there's plenty of it. You know it. Yes, it's much easier than when we were starting, but actually. At, at the beginning, it was only like copying a lot, copying, copying, copying. And then, of course, I, I, I borrowed a book in, uh, in a library near where I work um, from Claude Mediaville. Uh, one of the greatest uh, French calligrapher, and uh, I started practicing with, with that book. And, and so this is, I, this is the book that helped you a lot, or? Yes, it's, I, I will just take it. It's just here. So this is, this is the one. So yeah, so it's like kind of a, a Bible. You have uh, everything, everything about calligraphy uh, you can find in this book. Uh, I I didn't even like read all the book. It's so, so dense and so much details. Sometimes you have like to, to read uh, the same page like three times to really understand where it's going. And uh, it's a really, this book is crazy. And he helped me a lot. It is in French, right? Yes, it's in French, but you can find uh, the English version as well. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's an English version. And the second, the second one. Also from a, from a French guy. From Julien Chazal. Uh, this one you can very very easily find it on on the internet and there's a, even a Korean version of this. There's an English version. Uh, there's a lot of, of different versions and it's not so not so expensive, about 30 35 euros, and uh, it's a like like crazy crazy book for. In this one, you have uh, the other one, the big one. You have a lot about the history of calligraphy, how to to do your quills, how to even to to do the ink, like in the past and stuff. Uh, this one is more about uh, the styles and uh, how to build the different styles, uh, and uh, it's very simple, uh, very simple to to, to get uh, to get all the techniques and and stuff. It's a very good book. And yeah, I'm 
the the only workshop I attended is was the the Paul Antonio's workshop about copper plate. It was the only one uh, I did. Okay, so and this all, was like in the, Milano. All the stuff. Yes. Yeah. 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 We went there. Uh, I went there especially for for the workshop and to to spend sometimes uh, too with uh, with my wife there and uh, Tio Swan also also um, went to Milano at this time but he didn't want to to attend to the workshop at the beginning and um, after the on the Friday evening Paul Antonio did uh, like a lecture before starting the the workshop on the Saturday and uh, Tios was with us there and we 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 heard all what he's talking about about the the difference between copper plate and engrosser scripts and uh, all this stuff and Tios was like man I have to do this workshop so he went to 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 Francesco and Polantini say hey Guys, you have a spot for me so I can do the workshop as well, and uh, and he did he did the copper plate uh, the copper plate uh, workshop with me, and uh, he was like standing there, and uh, I was like so stressed, and it was so so hard for me seeing Tios walking just by my side and oh no, uh, yeah, it was kind of kind of hard yes so this is like you learned doing copper plate by paul antonio before this moment you were not good in copper plate or you were trying I, already i was trying already but the way paul antonio does it is totally different and um, when i write copper plate uh, for no uh, it's very hard for me to to, to do it uh, the way Paul Antonio does it with the the straight order and all the um, uh, you have to be very careful of your posture or the way you you sit the way you relax your shoulder and when I'm writing copper plate I'm always like like this you know uh, very close to the paper like uh, and my my arm is like super. Uh, hard and stuff and Paul Antonio was always saying Guillaume relax your shoulder and breathe like all the breathing stuff and uh, to be very gentle with the nib it's like uh, it's still very hard for me <laughs> I do very very few I practice I, I practice sometimes a lot but I don't post a lot of my like kind of copper plate stuff because it's not not good not good at all. So it does mean that like you love doing mostly gothic and fracture? Like what's your favorite style to do in calligraphy? Yeah, yeah, like gothic is like the the main style. It's my if now you ask me to choose only one style, I I think I will choose gothics. But uh I love uh to write with the brush pen as well all the the different techniques you can have with, with the brush you can all different uh, you can hold like your brush straight like uh, with a real brush or with uh, the molotov kind of brush pens i i love to experiment like all kind of brush uh, styles you can do like like mr Kams does like uh, crazy brush calligraphy and i really really love this but I, I want to I want to learn like Roman capitals as well. Uh, there's a lot of styles I, I want to learn. Uh, but yes, 
For now, it's mostly gothics and all brush and marker stuff. Yeah, br yeah, you do a lot of gothic and a lot of brush pens. And which which one was easier to learn? Did you learn easier gothic or did you learn easier the things with the brush pens? Because because uh, I also like a lot doing like gothic and fracture, but I also like see your work and see many other people's work doing like brush pens. And I love like what you can achieve with brush pens, but to me, because I haven't done them so much, it seems like they're mm -hmm. they're like super hard to learn, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah, sure. For me, it was easier to to do the gothics because uh, you don't have the problem of the the pressure, like with a pointed nib. Uh, you don't have uh, the, all the issues you can have with the pressure on the nib. Uh, you don't have uh, with broad edge nib, so that's why maybe it's easier. But I remember the, the first time I took the, the brush pens, uh, how to say this, I d didn't really uh, know uh, where, I'm, where I'm going with my brush because I was trying to, to do like super fast moves, you know, to, to have great energy in the shapes. But sometimes you, you, you want to stop there with your brush, but you just, and no, you're like uh, one centimeter below. And at the beginning, for me, it's like more like uh, gestural calligraphy, you know, like uh, nearly abstract things. And I and it wasn't I able to do like a, a really straight word uh, uh, with all the, um, the strokes that are the same size and stuff. It was kind of hard. And um, it's totally different from you. You have some some common things like to use the arm movement and stuff, uh, but the the, te the technique is really different, and you have to do a lot, a lot, a lot to develop your muscle memory. So when uh, you start your stroke there, you know you are going to finish there because your arm remembers where to stop. Chuck, chuck, chuck. It's like it's like uh, yeah to play with with the rhythm and uh, yes. And uh, at the beginning, the, it was like hard to, to find like the brush uh, that uh, really fit uh, for you, that you feel very comfortable with. And uh, I tried so many different brush pens. Some are really hard to really hard to use, and some other are easier. You really have to like uh, try uh, a lot of them to, to really find the one who is good for you. And when you are um, like feeling comfortable with one, then you can try another. And uh, yes, which 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 was the brush pen that first uh, was that you found first that was easy for you and that you learned with it uh, to work. Uh, it's um it's a French brand of brush pens. It's a brand Jaco. See, it's a brand that does a lot of stuff for kids. And it wasn't like brush pens to do some lettering with it, like uh, coloring brush pens. But they are very, for me, they are like like the tombos. Like the, the shape of the, the nib is exactly the same. Uh, yes, like the tombos one. And you can find also um, the Lira, Lira brush pen are also very close to, to the Tombow and the, the Jayco ones. And those ones are, for me, was the, the easiest to, to use. 
And the thing is that I I could find it in the like art at the art store where uh, where I work. They they were selling those those brush pens and like for very cheap, like the box of uh, ten brush pens uh, was uh, less than ten euros. Okay. And uh, on the internet, the Tombow brush pens they were like uh, three euros, four euros. So it was like very expensive. So, what are your favorite tools? Like, what's your favorite pens or nibs or holders? I don't know in uh, in order of pens. Yes. Then, what are your favorite uh, paints or inks to use? And what's your mm -hmm. favorite papers to work with? Okay, so the pens, uh, you know those. Uh. So, pilot. I, I learned. I learned I learned calligraphy mostly with with the parallels, and uh, I keep on on uh, working a lot with with those pens, because yeah it's it's so easy no, not easy in in the way you build your letters but it's easy because you have the cartridge you don't have to dip the ink you don't have all the issues you can have with the with the the steel nibs when you are not used to to work with them when you don't know you have to prepare you have to prepare them before and all the stuff so i i love the i really love the parallels because it's you're gravitic and you can write a lot and uh, uh, there's things you can do with a uh, parallel for me that you cannot do with uh, with the classic broad edge nibs and um, in it's the same you there's things you cannot do with the parallel that you can do with the classical nib uh, classic nibs uh, are better to write like italics and stuff like this it's easier to to get the the real shapes of the letters uh, because the the nib is like cut it's not straight like the parallels and uh, when you look properly the, the the strokes of the letters especially when you write italics uh, maybe i think it's better to use the the classic nibs but yes i really love those parallels and i i work a lot with the automatic pens as well uh, because you can like write big letters and stuff, but even the the tiny ones are, are great. I I work a lot with the automatic pens, so I will say automatics and uh, and parallels are my favorite. And um, but I also love to work with uh, classic steel nibs, the bros bros ones. Uh, they are super precise and kind of it's quite easy to use. Uh, you just have to prepare it like every nibs. Eh? You put it in your mouth for a few seconds and uh, all, all these little tricks. And uh, yes, I love to to use use this. But um, when I'm doing like a, a a beautiful calligraphy piece on on good paper, I will prefer to to take a, a classic nib because it's uh, I don't know. It's the the proper tool that been used for a long time, and uh, you know a lot of people say that uh, this is not a proper tool. Yeah, I, I love it. And, I don't uh, know. I love Pilot Parallel as well, of course. I know it. And yes, I, I think also yes, like me too. it's funny because when you're a beginner, most people when they see somebody who has some skills with the Pilot and they think, oh, this is the pen I wanted, and I'll get it, and, mm -hmm, it, yeah. and everything will be easy. And the funny thing is, when you become good with some 
style or like in general with calligraphy, you can see that much of what you can do with the pilot, you can do it with the broad edge nip as well. It's like yeah, sure. Of course, it's a bit it, it's a bit harder, but even me, yeah. most of the times using pilots, sometimes I just love getting the nip because I don't know, it it feels nice to write with the nips. Yeah, and and you can the the classic nib is more precise than the parallel. It's the you can have like very thin thin lines that you cannot have with the the parallels. But yeah, you're you're right. You can do the same, but it will be harder with the uh, with the classic nib. And uh, the speedball nibs are super super great to use too. But they are super long. So when you you grab a, a speedboat nib and you are used to the parallel, it's like uh, you you have a lot of trouble to to begin to write because the nib is so far from the paper, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've just seen like speedboat nibs online. I never used myself. Like I haven't tried them, but when I see videos, they they seem to me like mm -hmm. like like a very nice nibs to use. But I haven't tried them myself actually. Yeah, it's 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 a really great nib, but but the parallel, like I said, most of the time I will say like eighty eighty percent of the time I use the parallel because it's easy. You don't have to have your bottle of ink, and uh, you can like grab the pen and like write, 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 write. But I think it's when you start calligraphy, I think it's very important not to use only the parallel because I did this mistake. Like uh, when I bought my first parallel pens, I only used parallel pens because of all the, this kind of stuff. It's so easy to use and you, and uh, I practice a lot, a lot with the parallels. And the, the first time I took a, a classic nib, it was like, uh, you, you cannot write with it because you're not not used at, at all and uh, all the issues you have with the you are too much ink on the nib or not and uh, uh, yes it was i i regret to not um, start with the classic nib earlier so tios i heard tios saying in the in a workshop it's better to begin with the classic nib and when you have got some skills you can take the parallel because for him it's like uh, important to to f to fix all the issues you can have with uh, the the classic nib and the and the different inks you can use and uh, because with the parallel you you cannot really use um, something else that the cartridge uh, they sell or watercolor. You cannot really put acrylic in it because you will ruin it. And uh, no. so classic nibs and the automatic pens, you can like use all the inks, like Indian ink. You can you cannot use Indian ink in the, the parallel. So what are the, the inks or the colors that you use mostly with pilot parallels? And what are the inks and colors or paints that you use mostly with uh, broad edge nibs? Oh, I actually I I use uh, all the time the same the same ink. I use a PBO Colorex like all the time for everything. Uh, there's there are different reasons because uh, PBO is a French brand, 
So in every art store in France, you find some PBO. And uh, no, no, lately I found some, some Ecoline too. But um, like one or two years ago, there's no, no Ecoline in, in the art store where, where I go. And um, in, my, in my school, we use a lot of, uh, of PBO uh, Colorex, watercolor, uh, with kids. So uh, at the beginning, I just like took some ink from my work uh, to 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 write with it, and um, now I keep on, on on writing with Colorex. They are like a huge. I don't know how many colors they have. Like more than sixty different colors. I think more and, than uh, eighty or ninety. I'm not sure actually, but they have quite a lot. And uh, yeah, I. I use it in the parallels, I use it with the automatics, with the, the classic steel nibs, uh, yes, most of the time. And now that and you... Sometimes, sometimes I use Indian ink and very few times I have some acrylics. But yes, most of the time it's uh, PBO watercolor, the Colorix. And now that you have tried also Ecoline, what what is the difference between PBO and uh, Ecoline? Like, do you find any difference? Which one do you like more? Which one is easier to work with, or there is not much difference? What do you think? Uh, there's not not so much difference. It's uh, on the colors. The colors doesn't look the same. Uh, some people like uh, Francesco Fraligraphy prefers uh, the Ecoline colors. Because the, I don't know, uh, the the PBO ones are like if you take the the, lay, the yellow one from Ecoline and the yellow one from the Colorex, it's not the same color, and some people prefer one and the others the other one. I, I cannot really explain explain why, but for me they have it's quite the same. Uh, the only thing I noticed uh, is when you put it in the, the parallel pens, uh, the, um, the echoing flows a little bit more. It flows uh, mostly like the, um, the one from Pilot, the ink from Pilot. And uh, the Colorex like flows a little bit uh, less. And, and I like this because I don't like when there is too much ink coming, coming out. But... I don't really see all the difference, no. Okay. Is there any uh, specific papers that you like to work on? And do you like more like a glossy paper or straight or some with texture? Like, does it make a difference for you, the paper? Yes, sure. The, the kind of paper you, you use it can give you like uh, uh, some great textures, like textured papers and stuff. Uh, but I must confess that uh, paper is uh, something I have to to work on, and uh, because I I practice a lot of on like really cheap paper, like on laser print paper or stuff like this, even like uh, super old uh, paper paper for printers, you know, the paper you can uh, like tear off like this. Because we have a lot at school to to give to the kids to to make some some drawings and stuff, and I practice a lot of on super cheap paper. But uh, when I when I do a, a 
a beautiful piece I want to frame and all stuff. I will, I will take some cotton paper, some papers from uh, Archie's paper, but it's it's very expensive paper. And uh, I know that uh, sometimes when I, I do a piece with the brush pen and stuff, I I don't I don't take fancy paper because I, I sometimes I will uh, write the same word like for. 20 or 30 times and you cannot like waste a uh, good paper for for this kind of work and um, but yes i i have to to really work on the on the different papers because i don't know very very much about about papers i see that's funny because like uh, many people are even like few days ago I asked on Instagram like if there is a like who is your favorite artist artist just so I know like who to speak with on the podcast and stuff like this and many people like said your name they were excited to hear like talk uh, to talk with you and hear like your experience so it's funny yeah. because like I was not I was also expecting that you've tried more papers and now that's that's actually kind of surprising yeah 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 sure because uh, people think that I'm uh, like a master and I'm not a master. I'm not a master. There is calligraphy masters, you know, but I don't feel like a master. I have so much things to learn. Uh, there's styles I never did like Unshul. I never did Unshul. I, uh, I never did like uh, Roman cursive and all the stuff. And if you want to say that you are a master of calligraphy, you have to be able to write in any kind of calligraphy that exists, even even Chinese or Japanese. So I, I think I will uh, I will not be able um, in my life I think to to master all the styles that exist, all the the inks that exist, all the papers that exist. It's it's like impossible. And sometimes in the comments on Instagram, people say, oh, you are true masters and stuff. And it's very kind. It's like, it's always great to, to read like such comments because it's, it's warm your heart. It's, it's sure, but, but I'm not a master at all. I try to master my style. Yes, but I am not a master. And, uh, and sometimes people ask for questions about, yes, about paper, about nibs, about stuff. And I'm not, I'm not the guy who can answer all the time. <laughs> I don't know everything. I'm very far from knowing everything. No, but you can share like uh, what you know, like what you've experienced, like the yeah, tools sure. that work for you or like what do you think it's good for? I know that like yeah. those are questions that are asked quite a lot, like for every person that, that's in our field. But, but I try to... When people like send some some DM on Instagram uh, asking questions to to help them, most of the time I I answer to people, but some some of those people uh, keep on asking, like every two days they have a, another question and another question, and I, I I can like answer one or two times, it's not pro not a problem, but when people are coming to ask every day for uh, for anything else it's like uh, it's like an online course <laughs> so and you do it for free yeah so th that's true my time i i don't have time like uh, so 
I apologize to people that maybe think I he, he replied uh, at the first question and now he doesn't reply. But I cannot reply to 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 everyone. It's not possible. No, but man, they, they they should have also some limits, of course. Like it's always nice to help people, but uh, many of the times people go go way too further from what's they expected. Mm -hmm. Like you yeah, you, sure. you give them a bit and they're like, oh, give me more, more, more. It's like, come yeah, on, guys. Yeah, sure. There is internet, there is Google, YouTube. You can search pretty much everything our days. It's not like when we were starting, there was no, almost mm -hmm. no information online. Yeah, yeah, true. But uh, I wanted to ask you, like, uh, you, you teach workshops. Like, what are the workshops you teach and when did you start teaching them? Like, and uh, do you enjoy yes. more, more teaching? workshops calligraphy or like teaching what you do in the school as your work like what's the difference uh, it's totally different because uh, when i teach in my school it's like my my work to like to to fill the refrigerator you know even if i i love my work but uh, when i do some workshops in calligraphy it, it, you don't feel like you're working you're more like sharing with people. You're meeting people, and uh, when you do a workshop, you yes, it's uh, for me. It's not not really working. It's just about uh, sharing your love for the letters and 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 give what you know to people. And uh, yes, so it's it's totally different. And I think um, it's like this because uh, I'm not a professional in calligraphy. I do some workshop, but I I I didn't uh, I did not a lot of workshop. I did like maybe five or four workshop. Uh, yes, I went to to Poland with Tios one for in the monastery in Ebdorf, and the the workshop is like for a week, like for five days. So I I went two times in Poland for one week, and uh, I did uh, two workshops at uh, Polantonios, and and one workshop in in France, and that's all. But you teach uh, only very few. You teach only Gothic, or you teach other styles as well. Uh, in Poland, I I teach like uh, everything everything I do. Uh, a lot of Gothic. Of course, because it's the style that that I master the most. Uh, but uh, yeah, we did some brush, we built some color pens, uh, we like cut it letters in paper. Um, yeah, in Poland for for the the summer school of calligraphy, uh, it's like we do like everything I like to do, and uh, all the all the style uh, that I can learn people something we we do i won't teach some uh, some roman capitals or some copper plate even if i'm trying at home for myself but i won't teach this because i am not able to teach this but all the brush things a little bit of italics uh, gothics uh, gestural calligraphy with the the color pens uh, all this stuff yes and how does a person who is like teaching, like this is your work, you're like at school every day teaching, you have a family, you have a wife and two kids, two kids. When do you find time for calligraphy and how much time do you spend on calligraphy running your normal life? 
Yeah, it's a, it's a hard question because I, I don't really have like uh, on my uh, my schedules, uh, on my agenda, like uh, Monday from uh, 5 to 7, uh, I practice uh, some stuff. It's like uh, I write when, when I want and uh, um, it's... Sometimes it's hard for my for my family because uh, I've no uh, I've not really a place where I do my work. I, I work in my kitchen. I work on the dinner table and uh, everywhere I can. So and every day. But sometimes I will write like only half an hour, and sometimes I will write for three hours. It it's, it really depends. Because uh, yes, I have to, to to spend time with my family. I have to to work for to prepare for my work. I have to to cook for for my family, uh, all this stuff. So it's um, maybe I have to to have uh, more like maybe my wife wants to to know when I'm going to write and when I'm going to be there with, with them. But uh, for me, I, I cannot say I will only write from, from five to six every day and that's it. It's, it's, it's impossible because I will cross uh, the kitchen. I will see a pen. I will grab it. I will grab a sheet of paper and I can start in like uh, one hour. And I didn't even notice the one hour is, is going. Do you feel like you're addicted to calligraphy? Yeah, totally. Yes. Totally, it's yeah. Some sometimes it's 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 even uh, uh, frustrating because you know you have so much stuff to do, and you cannot like uh, stop stop writing, or you said okay, I will just like uh, write uh, two more lines and I stop, and and you write two more lines and then a third one and uh, and. And you know, uh, time is running. You have to to cook for for the kids, and uh, yeah, that's and a, it's a funny life. But I know that that feeling. Like sometimes you just want to write a word or two, then you start, and you see how you can't stop. This is like it's yeah, sure. it's something strange strange with it. I, I'm wondering how many people who are having the same feeling. I think a lot, more and more every day. Thanks to you and uh, all the stuff you you do, bro. No, man, it's thanks to everybody. Like, for many people, it's thanks to you. So I think everybody does some part that helps. Yeah, but since I started in 2012, so seven years now, I think I wrote like every single day. I'm sure. That's That's quite something, man. But it's uh, I need it to myself uh, to be good in my. It helps you. I really you. need it. When I when I come back from work, uh, I even if I I write just a little sentence or just like only uh, a practicing like uh, you know the A and B and C and and all the stuff, like and then I feel I feel good. It's a it's a therapy. <laughs> It is a therapy. That's true. What were like? Were there any struggles when you were like on your journey on calligraphy? What was the hardest things you had to overcome, and how did you overcome them? 
What was most difficult for you? Uh, what is frustrating is uh, when you want to 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 do a style and you really want to to, to have some good results and and you cannot, like with copper plate. It's like I I spend practicing like for for hours and hours and hours and I cannot I cannot have all the days the same result you know so like you practice for one or two hours and you think ah, I'm getting it ah it's coming yes the shapes are great uh, I I I'm on this thing and and two days later you you grab the pen again and you start to write and you're totally lost and uh, it's ugly and uh, and yeah this is this is really hard and even even with Godix, because sometimes you will write uh, a lot with the brush for example and for example for only one or two weeks you you don't write gothics and when you grab the pen again to write gothics you're like what's going on why why this truck is not straight and yes that's that is the more frustrating that you have to to practice all the time, all the style you do, because if you leave one on, if you leave one for too long, you when you come back you feel rusty and you have to to practice again to to get back the skills you you lost. And this is yes, this is difficult. And and to to choose what to work on. Because, like I said, I really want to to manage to to write like uh, great Roman capitals with the brush. I want to do some good copper plate, and uh, and you have to choose, because you cannot you can not learn too many styles at the same time. It's it's not possible, and the best the best way I think it's only doing one. If you want to to be good in, in gothics, you have to to do only gothics, 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 all the time, all the time, all the time, and and then when you come back to your other styles, you you feel rusty. So it's always the the, the it's always difficult because you know that if you want to increase, you have to do work a lot on one specific style. But in the same time, you have to know that you have to keep practicing the other one, not to lose your, uh, to not get rusty. Yeah. So the most frustrating thing is to think that you cannot, you are not able to, to write all the styles you want because of the lack of time or I don't know. Do you do a lot of work for clients? Not so much, no. Because, uh, like, like I said, it's not uh, it's not the way I earn my life. You know, uh, I have my 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 job to earn money, and uh, calligraphy for me is not for earning money. It's cool to earn money with calligraphy. But uh, I don't really do a lot uh, because I I only like work for clients when uh, when I like what they ask me to do. If I don't want to do it, I, I will not do it. I'm not 
uh, if people is asking for a logo or something and uh, I don't like like the, the brand or I don't like the, the band for the, the music they are doing, I would just will no I don't I will don't do it. I don't do I don't uh, say to people I won't do it because I don't like what you do. I just say uh, no no I'm not interested. So I work only for for people uh, I like. That's funny and it's pretty cool at the same time because there is I know many people and artists that they'll get any like opportunity to make mm -hmm. some bucks and that's like hearing from you it's it's pretty cool that you do it this way man. Yeah because when uh, when someone is asking you for something and you like the what the guy is doing like in music in everything uh, it's easier to to work and uh, have a good piece because uh, you really want to to give the the client something great because you admire the guy uh, i did some work uh, for a french rapper uh, senza you know yeah. and i uh, even uh, i didn't ask him money because uh, i really like what he's doing and i know that the guy is not earning a lot of money with uh, his music and when he asked me i just uh, I just made some free stuff for him just because I, I like what he's doing and I was like supporting the, the guy. And uh, yes. And when you work for someone you like, I think the, the piece is, is better. That when you work from something that doesn't inspire you, uh, no way for me to, no use to work. Uh, And are you way. are you doing any prints? Because I can see something behind you. Like, are you not doing at least some prints, selling some this prints? One? Yeah. No, this this one is not a print. This is a this is a, a cut stuff, you know. I know it's a cutout, but it looks yeah. awesome, and I think it will be selling good as a print. And, and this one I didn't post yet on on the 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 socials. It's an old dirty bastard cut. Huh. Uh, no, I, I I've no prints yet. I really I really want to to do some, but I, no, I didn't for now. Okay then, okay then we'll talk about this. But how much time you spent on those uh, calligraphy cut out pieces? Like, how how much time you need to put to start like from calligraphy to cut out into frame? Uh, it de it depends on the. The longest part is to, to, to do the design because then to, to cut it out, it's, it takes time, but not so much like for this piece, maybe one hour to, to cut it. It's not, not too long, but the long, the long part is to, to, to do the design because when I do this kind of things, all the, all the words have to, to can connect together to stay in one piece. So yes, it's doing the design takes more time. Sometimes, sometimes you have the design like you grab the pen. That's good. So I take a picture and I I put it in in the, the, the computer to make it bigger, you know, and I print it and then I I cut it. So sometimes in yeah one afternoon I can do a piece like this in one afternoon. And sometimes it takes two or three days because you do the, the design again and uh, yeah, it depends. 
Can you share me some names of people, artists? They can be modern artists, they can be also traditionals. It's it's totally up to you. Some names that like uh, people that a lot that are inspiring you a lot with their work, or people that you admire work a lot. Yes. So every every guy in the I want to say every guy in the team, all the guys from Calligraphy Masters. Uh, from from Theo Swan to Suzanne Cunningham and uh, I think every people in the team are such great artists and I'm inspired by those guys for years now. I remember that uh, the Zach inspiration, the first time I saw his work was even uh, before I, I made my uh, Instagram account. It, I was posting only my pictures on Flickr and uh, I knew him from, from Flickr like it was in 2012 or 13. And um, Enrique Valente uh, as well. We, the first time we, we like spoke and uh, exchanged some comments on our work, it was on Flickr, like in 2013. And uh, yes, all, all the guys I keep on... Uh, because, uh, because of the Instagram algorithm, uh, a lot of these guys, I don't see their post. So I have to, to check for the guys and sometimes I, I forget to check and I, when I come back on their pages and say, wow! And and Tio Swan keep on inspiring me, WLK, all, all those guys. And um, and I learned to to know uh, the, the classic masters as well, like John Stevens, Julian Waters, and... Uh, uh, Herman Zaft and all, all these guys. Uh, as, there is so many great artists, and uh, sometimes uh, you you find some some work on, of people on Instagram you you never saw, and it's like amazing stuff. I I don't have the names in in my head, but uh, yeah, there's so so many great artists. Uh, there is. One or two guys that are really for me a big inspiration. It's uh, Remerk, Andrei Martinov. Yeah. A guy from Russia, I think. Yeah. Uh, for me, he, do, he, he does like the most powerful black letters you can find on the, this earth. <laughs> I really love what he's doing. Uh, and uh, another guy, I, I don't know his real name, but the, the name on Instagram is uh, Black Triangle. Okay, yeah, and, yeah. And, and this guy is, is doing a lot of gothics and a lot of Roman capitals. And I don't know if you see his last post. It's, it's crazy. He did uh, some walls with, uh, with Roman capitals. It's like, wow. Yeah, it's funny because uh, yeah. he does it in a very different way. Like, uh, I li like he does like precise letters, very beautiful ones, but... Yes. Uh, his vision for like presenting is totally different and composition, everything is... I, I like seeing uh, new things and he's definitely doing some new stuff. And uh, this guy is always experimenting a lot. And uh, yes, he he had some crazy skills. Yeah. Yes. That's funny that you that you found him as well. Like he's a... It's a pretty new name actually to most people, I guess. I mm -hmm. discovered him like around Calivember and started promoting him. But I think he'll yes. he'll do some crazy stuff in yeah, in yeah, the yeah. future. 
Okay, but like uh, if there is something that you want to like, I don't know, give some tips or advice to the people that are listening or the people that are wondering if they should start doing calligraphy or like anything, if yes. you want to wish or if you want to promote something, if you want to share something from your life, go on. Okay, so yeah, calligraphy like uh, is one of the love of my life. My wife is the love of my life. My kids are the love of my life. And calligraphy is also <laughs> one of my loves. And yeah, start calligraphy. Do calligraphy every day. Eat calligraphy. Sleep calligraphy. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but do it for, for you. Do it because you want to, to draw some beautiful letters and don't do it because uh, like it's for the hype and uh, you see that, that people are like... Uh, famous on the internet with the letters don't give a, a shit about this write for you uh, don't care about the success uh, it's not about this it's about loving the letters about respecting uh, the tradition the legacy of calligraphy uh, and calligraphy is like if you want to start a journey with calligraphy go on and have fun and uh, and love love the letters and if you love the letters the letters will uh, love you back and uh, keep writing and that's what i want to to say that's a perfect ending bro like uh, thanks a lot for being a guest in uh, the podcast thanks for your time and i hope to speak again with you in the future if there is something to talk about or to share with people Yeah, sure, bro. Thanks a lot, Milan. And I hope to see you very soon in the real life, you know. Uh, thanks a lot. Keep writing. I hope to see you again, man. Like, yeah, it's been some time since we met. Like, I wanted to go now in Berlin for the scriptorium, but I think uh, this year I'm gonna miss it. So, I don't And know. You have to You have to come to Poland as well. For the Poland, summer. yes, to Poland. Which month was this in Poland? It's from the uh, 1st of July until the 15th of July, I think. Okay, yeah. I will, I will be there from the 7th of July to the 15th for the second week. So it's two weeks of, uh, of summer school of calligraphy and I will be there for the second week. And I think uh, Tios is there this, uh, this year too. And I think uh, that um, Mike, Mike Ward, Yeah, uh, like Sp Spencerian uh, Grand Wizard is going to be there. I'm not really sure, but uh, I think so. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Then, then, yeah, we'll meet there for sure. And uh, yeah, for every people that is able to to go there for the summer, it's like fantastic. I went two years. Uh, the two years, Adam Tios one uh, was there too, and it's like all the day writing lectures. Uh, we we see some movies about lettering, calligraphy, and stuff. And all the people are super kind. The place is amazing, and uh, we write until one in the morning every day, and it's just perfect. That's cool. So if you want to, to join the, the summer school of calligraphy, you have to contact Rigors. It's calligraph.eu. And uh, yes, it's amazing. Spend like one or two weeks only with like 
Letter Geeks. Uh, it's amazing. Awesome. Then I hope to see you there, bro. Yeah, sure, man. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Calligraphers podcast. This is the last episode that goes with this name. From next week on, the podcast will be called Calligraphy Master Show and it will be still about the journey of calligraphy lettering and sign painting artists. There is a new episode of the podcast each Sunday and next week I'll be speaking with Stefan Lopez. Please don't forget to share the podcast if you're enjoying listening to it and follow Calligraphy Masters on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Thank you for listening and as always keep writing.